morning, Kate. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm great, thank you. And I thought it would be useful today to share some stuff that I've noticed around how often unintentionally we can either be impacted by or create an impact on others. Yes, good topic. And I'm kind of thinking about some stuff that I have seen recently where people are doing some some kind of like value judgment thinking um and although they're in an environment where those around them have got positive intent because i know both sides of the story so i'm privileged the 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 combination of the insecure thinking with one party is picking up and misinterpreting the intent of the other party and they're getting to a point where they're just falling short. Mm. And so from a, from a physiological perspective, I am seeing some of these people operate below par or become unwell, which is yeah. just interesting. Unwell in terms of more susceptible to a cold, more susceptible to a stomach bug. Yeah. Or, or in others just kind of get stuck. Like they can't move yeah because if i move well then either i won't be safe anymore or i will appear ungrateful or you know not not open to change or any of those other negative things yeah and i thought it would be interesting for us to explore what is the impact of our insecurity and the environment that we're in Mm. yeah It's it's a it's a deep topic because we don't, I mean, they say that we are the sum of the people that we spend our time around, don't they? That's like a, a phrase um, that, that's used a lot, that we pick up energy and pick up um, thinking and habits of the people that we're around. Yet when we're in an environment that we choose to, you know, we choose to go and take ourselves into, we're not always aware of then what we're actually picking up on a subconscious level. No, and and I think there's two elements to this. Um, One is a bit left field. As you know, I've been doing a whole load of stuff from a science perspective. And someone sent me some stuff the other day that the scientists have been doing where they've been checking how there has been genetic changes in us based on the environment that we're in. So we may be, from a DNA perspective, come into an environment in one perspective. And then if it's particularly negative, aggressive, kind of got more of a toxic feel to it, how actually our underlying cells are changing at a DNA level wow. in order to become like the environment that we're in, which, wow. is, which is quite scary. Yeah. Um, and they, they started when they started doing the experiments they did it with bees and they what they did was take baby bees from um killer african and very um docile european bees and allegedly or apparently if you take bees that are under a day old and you switch the home that they live in so switch the hive they will automatically be accepted by the new hive because the pheromones haven't started to be produced right they they just tracked their dna and, and there was a dna change so the, the non-aggressive bees became aggressive and vice versa. Right. They then started looking at humans and environmentally, we are changing at a cellular level 
based on where our exposure is. So that that's kind of interesting at a at a physical level from a science perspective. And then when you overlay that with thinking, particularly insecure thinking, which is something that we all have. Yeah. If if you if you've got insecure thinking going on about am I worth it? Am I capable? Am I good enough? You know all that all that I, I can't fail because you know that will be the end of of life as we know it. Yeah. And then they're in an environment that has got some aggressive negative energy going on. It's yeah. like you know I've taken it on board, and as soon as I've got that negative thinking and, and actually it's the same with positive but let me mix the science in again if we hold a thought for somewhere between 16 and 17 seconds well it becomes super sticky and super sticky thoughts seem to have this kind of magnetic attraction to thoughts that are super sticky in the same way yes so uh, you know my boss expects more of me and i'm not good enough will now attract a, another thought that really emphasizes why i'm not good enough yeah and then you know after a minute you've got four super sticky thoughts really attached to you and then i put myself in an environment where my, i've got this super sticky you know like that fly paper almost that they they use yeah. in in europe from time to time so i've kind of got this this fly paper about all my self-doubts exposed and it's quite deep because i've been yep. making it sticky yep. and, and i'm in an environment that has got high expectations of me and i've got more yeah now you spend five minutes there and yeah, you've got yeah. a lot of thoughts going on you spend an hour there and now you're pretty stuck and then you've got people that are spending every day then absolutely in that state yes and then we've potentially got dna kind of changes going on but yeah. we've also got neural pathway changes going on yeah. so so the chances of us noticing that because most of us really are not self-aware and and even those of us that would like egotistically to claim a bit of self-awareness <laughs> every now and again we get whacked sideways by something that we didn't see coming um and a, a hefty dose of humility and, <laughs> and self-awareness comes screaming at us hmm. but we just get caught there and then it's tough and then I become too afraid to make a change because yeah. I, I, you know, it will often provoke a deep hidden assumption that I have utilized my entire life in order to be the person I am today. Because mm. I assume I can only be good enough when. Now, I don't know that I assume that but I've spent so much time kind of contorting myself to be like that. And now I've got vulnerability around that. Whoa, I've got no but, but Don't we do that as human beings that when I've lost weight, I'll do this. Or when I've got the boyfriend, I'll do that. Or when I've got the better job or the promotion, or I'm earning this amount of money, I can do, you know, X, Y, Z. We, we're kind of programmed in many areas of our lives in that yes. way aren't we well we kind of set this expectation yes. so that you know when i've got enough money i can is the classic and then you know whenever i talk to someone who will come up with a you know well when i've got that i can equation well how will you know when you've got that yeah have you ever had that and if you have well did you allow yourself to do that no you didn't well how do you know you'll allow yourself this time 
and and what it seems happens is that we will set ourselves a target so let's go monetary just for a second yeah when i have got two thousand pounds saved up in the bank then i can well what happens it seems is that when i've got two thousand pounds in the bank two thousand pounds is not enough anymore so actually two thousand pounds doesn't feel right so i can't so when i've done when i've got three thousand pounds or when i've got ten thousand pounds or when i've got a hundred thousand pounds which is now not possible so i stop focusing you know so it's almost i guess the analogy i would use is that it's like you've got one foot on the accelerator and one foot on the brake Mm. you've got all this energy and effort and thinking and you know all that stuff going on inside but it's not going anywhere Mm. and the engine's just burning and people get really tired and they get really disillusioned and you know i'm not surprised because to put that much effort in and go nowhere and can you look forwards and backwards at the same time no and so you just then we're in environments where everyone's doing a similar thing yeah but they don't notice yes and, and while we're stuck you know foot on the accelerator foot on the brake then we're vulnerable mm. we create a vulnerability in our thinking because well i would have expected to have had three thousand pounds in the bank by now katie yeah and 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 i don't have and i can't see how i'm going to get it so that's completely out of the question and you hear the speech speed up and you catch the breathing start to drag and you know that the brain is filled with more of the stress-related hormones so now i'm not even thinking clearly and so therefore i become even more vulnerable and if it's about change particularly if it's about change that i don't think i want even though i don't really know what i want then that vulnerability is so deep that people get really stuck. And, and even though life comes along and, and creates some pretty hefty pointers, and sometimes those pointers are that things become really difficult. Sometimes those pointers are delivered verbally from someone who knows us really well. But if I'm in that foot on the brake, foot on the accelerator, I don't hear properly in any way, you know, I can justify why that happened. I can justify the insecurities that I see in the person that's talking to me because actually he or she is no better than I am. So why would I listen? And then when the change happens, I can't move. And it becomes all encompassing. And then I judge myself. And I go back to that. Well, I knew I wasn't good enough anyway. Mm. And then I punish myself. Mm. And I make sure that I relate, I live and immerse myself fully in this very negative reality. And then I go to one of those, hmm. um, those kind of workshops that are upselling. You have a phrase for them. What did you call, what do you call them? Pitch fest. Yes. Uh, then I go, then I go to a pitch fest. And I'm feeling super vulnerable, which is why I'm there. I I know I need to do something. And and I'm really going with positive intent to learn something and really help me find my way forward. And I 
bump into people who are delivering a message I am sure they have positive intent but all I hear is I'm not good enough really yes and I I end up in a, in a shameful place and I feel like I, I need to invest in this upselling and yet actually of course it's not what I need at all the last thing I need to do right now is to try and cram something in that somebody's told me I ought to be doing and if I'm not doing well I'm not good enough because I wasn't good enough when I walked into the room otherwise I wouldn't have been there yeah and yeah if people just saw yeah it, it there becomes like an overcomplication or a need to then become busier with the things to try and fix the thing that we feel that we're not being good enough but what I see is that that often then creates more things that we think we've got to do which creates more stress which then actually has a negative impact and then the things don't change yeah. what i've noticed that i've been working with clients on is like actually how can we take all the stress away or not maybe all the stress but more of the stress and make things feel really simple and really enjoyable to create space to allow then things to flow better because what i see is the spiral of that not good yeah. enough yeah yeah just means we can't move it you're in that stuck now. yeah yeah absolutely and of course you know how do we create the feeling well we just decide to yeah i mean that's the that's the crazy thing about all of this it's so encompassing it's so impactful on our ability to perform as a human being and our, on our health yeah. you know there is so much evidence about the impacts on health and the residual impact so even if i've gotten over it it comes and bites me five years later. So therefore I, I need to have, know how to not go there in the first place. Well, part of that is this self-awareness, but at a deep level, noticing, not from a right or wrong point of view, but just noticing what's happening and listening to the messages. So I have another girl, I have a girlfriend who I saw very recently who, has been who lost her, her job a while ago through a whole set of circumstances took a another role when her head was not in the best of places as, as we do you know we can all empathize here because we've all had these moments and that was that was not a great move so the the insecurity deepened a little bit um and it was a contract that ended in a shorter time scale than it should have done um, did a bit of other contracting work which was very below capability level but because there was so much thinking about have to work have to earn money have to mm. that means we get really focused and we miss the bigger opportunities mm. and we believe there are no opportunities because of course we don't see them mm. eventually took another role uh, and started this other role in in the summertime and the company has just gone into liquidation so he's out of the role again before Christmas. Yeah. And you know, the question was, well, what is it about me that makes all, all these companies fold? And of course it's got nothing to do with her at all. But at the same time, the universe is sending a message and, and all the time we're busy. Yeah. Uh, that busy chasing stuff. We don't, we don't have the bandwidth or the opportunity to see what's available mm. I like that and the reality is it's easy but you have to trust 
you have to trust you. It's so hard though when there's so much noise for yeah. lots of people that that self-awareness piece yeah. becomes very difficult because we're so bombarded in every part of our day um, by other people's stuff that it, it, it can be quite easy to almost bypass out of that listening in. Particularly if I'm holding a belief. Yes. But the more I see it, Yes, and it's not necessarily physically seeing it it's about if it feels uncomfortable well then it feels uncomfortable for a reason yes you know the, yes. the deep wisdom in you is is slapping you around the face saying listen please listen i don't know what else to do to make you listen and i think that's been one of the biggest lessons that i have learned and leaned into over the last you know, even I'd say that particularly the last five years is that when things are uncomfortable, that's a huge sign. <laughs> yeah. Um, to to lean to listen into that and see, okay, this is uncomfortable. How do I move from here? And let me just pick up on our language here, Kate. Yeah, please. Someone challenged me the other day about leaning in. What does that mean then? Do I stand at an angle? Does it feel better? <laughs> and actually, when we're talking about leaning in. Well, maybe another phrase is, you know, if I'm noticing that, is there something for me to learn here? Yes, lovely. Is, is there, am I missing, if I, if I stopped and I analysed it and I took it apart, but I was breathing deeply while I was doing that, what would I see? Yeah. Is lovely. there a pattern? Is there, is there a clear message? Am I missing something? And leaning in is not doing any more than, oh, okay. That didn't feel great. What did I miss? Yeah, and I think that's what when I when I say leaning in, I mean I I'm like leaning in to listen. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that. Oh, physical yeah. leaning. Yeah. that's just metaphor because what we're as we're being curious with our mind, it's our mind is opening to. Yeah, it's it's a leaning in and a sitting in. It's almost like not being afraid of the fact that it's uncomfortable. It's like, oh, this is uncomfortable. I've got something to learn from this. So let me sit in the uncomfortableness and hear what it has to say is, is something that I do. You know, maybe not for a very long time, but you know. That's really important because if I lean away from, actually, and I've just, just as you said that, you made me think about something very clearly. If I lean away from it, it doesn't go away. It sits in my subconscious. Yes. And it silently stresses me and it puts me in that space of vulnerability, but I haven't noticed it. Mm. So I take a belief from not seeing and learning. Mm. I come, it's not that I don't learn. It's that I make an assumption about the learning. Oh, well, that happened because I'm not good enough is the belief. Yes. As yeah. opposed to... Oh, maybe I, you know, I, I missed the opportunity to work in a different sector. Or, or maybe I missed the opportunity to, you know, develop a relationship with ABC if I'd have been running a bit slower. Perhaps there would have been a different alley open for me rather than, well, that just proves I'm not good enough. I knew I wasn't good enough before. That's just another piece of proof, which is leaning out of. Mm. So it's not that we have an option to do nothing. Mm. Because if we are 
allowing it and and open to it well then we'll learn and if we're refusing to acknowledge well then we take an assumption mm. and how often in life are assumptions right not very <laughs> and perhaps perhaps our core message here today is see what you can learn mm. and maybe that's a good start point okay and maybe we can follow out when we next get together on some of the stages post a bit of learning and and seeing things for what they are but maybe today it's just enough to know that you're going to go one way or the other way so perhaps make a conscious effort to see what there is to learn mm.